Hey friend, welcome back to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Michael McCurry, your host. Very thankful for the fact that you would take of your time and join me right here. Speaking of, I would love to hear where you are listening from right now. If you're in a safe spot, maybe you're not driving right now or operating heavy machinery or holding a child or something like that, which I can totally imagine. Uh, this radio program plays throughout the day on different stations. And on a lot of stations, it plays early in the morning. Speaking of, you know what? I just remembered something. Um, there is a young lady that's up in... The UP of Michigan had the chance to be in their church not too long ago. And Brother Julian, I'm talking to you. Thank you so much. Had a phenomenal time. Brother Lee and Pastor there and Mark and Jackie had such a wonderful time with you folks there in the UP. But Miss Kaylee, she mentioned that sometimes I come on the radio in her area right as she is waking up. And I told her, I promised her one of these days... I'm going to give her a wake-up call. So, Miss Kaylee, it's time to wake up. Wake up. Come on now. Rise and shine. Here we go. Rise and shine and give God the glory. I think it's a great day to serve the Lord. It's a great day to praise the Lord. Yeah, here we go. Miss Kaylee, you awake? You ready to go? Good. We can start the program now. We Do we have to start over? No, here we go. I will say, though, if you're listening right now, I would love to hear where you are listening from. Now, those folks up in the UP, they text in often and let me know where they're listening from. i got people in Wisconsin. Let's see. I had someone text from Texas, from Arizona, from California, Washington recently. Let's see, Florida as well, West Virginia. But I want to hear from you. Maybe you're one of those places I just mentioned. I want to hear from you. Or maybe you're in a state I didn't mention. You you want to make sure I won't give your last name or anything like that, or maybe even your first name. I just want to know where you're listening from. So you can text me at 309-316-7240. Again, that's 309-316-7240. Zero. I'd love to hear where are you listening from. Now, we're going to jump into our Bibles here in just a moment. The book of Mark chapter number one. The book of Mark chapter number one. We've talked about a lot of different concepts here. Yesterday, I gave you a little glimpse of the themes of the gospel. But here in my notes, I'm looking in verse number one. We talked about the purpose. We talked about the prophecy in verse number two. We talked about the preparation in the second half of verse number two. We talked about the preaching in verse number four, I believe. We talked about, a, I'm sorry, verse number three. We talked about a potential problem in verse number four. Yesterday, we talked about the popularity in verse number five. I, I think I may have flipped in my notes a little bit here. So uh, if you're jotting these down, it's close, all right? But today, we're in verse number six. Before we get there, though, let me tell you quickly about a gospel tract. I've got one here called, Are You Afraid? There are many people across America, across the world, many of which are even sitting in good Bible-believing churches that they would say truthfully, yeah, I, I deal with fear. Well, this gospel tract right here does a phenomenal job of explaining how we can find true peace, true freedom from fear through, you guessed it, God Almighty, 
through the shed blood of Jesus Christ, through accepting Christ as our Savior, through salvation. Let me encourage you to go to BibleTracksInc.org. BibleTracksInc.org, and you can get your own copy of this gospel tract. Realize, of course, as the very front of this gospel tract says, God has not given us the spirit of fear. No, he gave us something else. So let me encourage you. Go to BibleTracksInc.org and you can find your own copies there. Maybe you have a friend that they're constantly dealing with fear. Maybe you need to give them that gospel tract. Now, we're in the book of Mark. We're going to get to verse number one, uh, verse number six in just a moment here. Before we do that, I've been talking about some different books that I'd recommend. I've got one right here called D-Day by Stephen Ambrose, June 6th. 1944. The front cover here says the climactic battle of World War II. I've probably read this book. Oh, let me think here. Um, at least now I'm thinking about it at least four times cover to cover. I mean, this book has approximately of actual reading at least uh, five, almost 600 pages or so. And it just does a phenomenal job. Stephen Ambrose, uh, people have a strong opinions on him, but he does a phenomenal job in this book, the research and just the opportunity to humanize, but also to, to give the the scope and breadth. I believe it was something like, if I recall my history well, it was something like 100,000 men or so landing in a very short period of time. But you can see my, my uh, copy is a little dog-eared and things because I, I've carried this book many places and read it uh, often. And so I encourage you, we need to remember our history because if we don't, what happens? We're bound to repeat it. And something like D-Day, the amount of men on both sides, German, uh, American, the English, there's Canadians as well, uh, the men that jump behind the lines, and it's just absolutely amazing. The paratroopers and, and those men charging into machine gun nests for the sake of liberating a continent, basically. Uh, let's see if I can remember the five code names for the beaches of Normandy. I'll put myself on the spot. Uh, let's see, Omaha and Utah. I believe those were the two American beaches that the Americans landed at. And then there was Sword, Gold, and Juno were the five code names for the five different beaches. And uh, I'd encourage you, get a book like that. Maybe not that precise one, but most things by Stephen Ambrose I very much enjoy. But D-Day by Stephen Ambrose. Now, let's jump into the Bible. You ready for that? Mark chapter 1. I'm going to read my Bible here. Maybe you can follow along or maybe you're in the middle of something. But uh, listen now. Mark chapter 1, verse number 1. We'll read down through verse 6. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John did baptize in the wilderness, and preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. And there went out unto him all the land of Judea, and they of Jerusalem, and were all baptized of him in the river of Jordan, confessing their sins. Verse number 6 is where we'll focus today. And John was clothed with camel's hair, and with a girdle of a skin, about his loins, and he did eat locusts and wild honey. Now, it's interesting to me. Of course, you realize the, the cultural norms for 
2,000 plus years ago, uh, were a little different than they are now, of course. And so things that were acceptable then may not be acceptable now, and things that weren't acceptable then may be acceptable now, and all those things. But the fact that Mark, now realize again, we'll back up just a little bit of context here, Mark very likely... Uh, on the human side of things, realize that every word of God is God-breathed, and so it was written under the auspices and authority of the Holy Spirit. But on the human side, his ability to recollect these things very likely came, many of them, by way of Peter. Mark, from what we understand, tradition and history tells us, Mark followed Peter around, was kind of a second man for him, was kind of a scribe, was kind of a, a helper to him, and from what we understand, took copious notes, took many notes from Peter's messages and, and recollections and remembrances of Jesus and this time frame. But it's interesting to me that verse number six, that this is something that needs to be recollected, that needs to be pointed out, something that was so unusual that it made its way into the canon of scripture. Let's read it again. Verse number six, and John was clothed with camel's hair and with a girdle of a skin about his loins. And he did eat locusts and honey, his diet and his dress. It's interesting that both of those things were mentioned here in scripture, maybe because they were so unusual that they just bore mentioning. He was clothed in camel skins. That must have been something that was a little bit unusual. From what I understand, camels are not the most comfortable creature to make skins out of, to make clothing out of. And but so he was in maybe an itchy individual, a constantly scratching, I don't know, maybe he just got used to it. Maybe he was just a tough minded, he probably was man of the wilderness, a mountain man. And that was just John. It kind of gives you a little bit. It's funny how just a little verse like that gives us a little glimpse into John the Baptist. So not only was his dress peculiar, but his diet as well. I don't know if you've ever had locusts. I have partaken. Actually, I think I ate one or two while I was in Israel. Now they sell them as the tourist touristy type things. Of course, probably normal people in Israel do not eat those. People in, in that corner of the world probably don't eat them that often unless they have to. But John did. He ate locusts and I would guess wild honey probably tastes good. But essentially... John the Baptist was a peculiar personality. He was a guy that cut against the grain. Can I tell you that there is scriptural basis for you and I to be a little different, to be a little peculiar? I'm not saying to just be off the wall crazy. But if you would, First uh, uh, Peter chapter 2, I'll, I'll turn there. First Peter chapter number 2, see if I can find it. Before I take too long here, First Peter, chapter number two and verse number nine, the Bible says this. Oh, let's see here. First Peter, I'm in Second Peter. That's why I can't find the right verse here. Here we go. First Peter, chapter two, verse nine. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of Him who hath called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. So the Bible tells us that it's okay that we are just a little bit of an oddity. We are supposed to be. Second uh, Corinthians chapter six, Second Corinthians chapter number six and verse number seventeen says this. Second Corinthians six seventeen. Wherefore come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. 
come out from among them, talking about who is who, who is them, talking about the world. Paul, under the authority of the Holy Spirit, speaking to the Corinthian church, telling those Christians at Corinth, come out from the world, be separate, saith the Lord. This wasn't the opinion of Paul. This wasn't just something he thought would be a good idea. No, he's telling them, being peculiar, being a little bit of an oddity according to the world, that's not so bad of a thing. The fact that we, so often, I say we, the church in general, if you will, the fact that so many churches want to look, sound, and appear so much like the world, in my opinion, actually I wouldn't say my opinion, biblically principled opinion, uh, that's a little concerning. So I'd encourage you, come out from among them, be separate, saith the Lord. You are a peculiar people, wear it proudly. John the Baptist was. We're going to continue in the book of Mark, chapter number one, tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining us. Once again, my prayer is that you'll join us tomorrow, but also have a great day for his glory. We'll talk to you soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.